everyone, and welcome to the Kajabi Edge podcast, where we talk to real entrepreneurs to give you an edge on Kajabi. I'm your host, Jared Lohman, Vice President of Customer Experience. And today I'm joined by Niasha and Ruben, founders of The Ascension Seed. How's it going today, Niasha and Ruben? Good. We are so excited to be here. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much. This is a really exciting uh, conversation we're going to have. Yes, and this is exciting to me because this is not this. Is, we've got a couple firsts here. This is uh, the first time I've had two guests at one time <laughs> on the podcast, and we are as far away from each other as we can possibly be. I think because for you guys, it's six p.m. For me, it's six a.m. So I assume that means <laughs> I don't think we yeah. can get any further away. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, tell us tell us a little bit about the Ascension Seed. Kind of what's your elevator pitch on what it is? So the Ascension Seed is a soul business, essentially. It's the kind of container through which we manifest what we feel to be our soul's mission on earth, which is to emanate love and unity consciousness and support the awakening of consciousness on the planet. So we hold containers for deep introspection, for shadow work, for self-healing, emotional processing, shedding of limiting beliefs and illusions and coming into alignment with our true nature, our true essence and our true purpose. We believe that everyone has a divine contribution to make on earth as we collectively come into states of unity and deeper embodiment of love. And we're really passionate about supporting people to find what their unique offering is to the earth. And yeah, just helping them forward on that journey in the same way we've helped ourselves and been helped by others. So that's kind of the essence of what we do. But the work itself looks very different each time. It includes a lot of embodiment work, meditation, we channel consciousness downloads, we do movement work, and we work with sound healing and instruments to move and clear energy through the body as well as upgrading consciousness and literally changing our DNA and the expression of our genetics through energy work and through connecting to higher dimensions of consciousness. So <laughs> that might be new for a lot of people, but that's the truth of what we do. And that's why we're here. Wow. Yes. <laughs> our work is very uh, spirit led. We're very connected to uh, ideas of spirituality. It's something that resonates a lot of us. And the Ascension Seed really is an extension of uh, of our relationship we've been together for three years um, and shortly after we got together we realized that this energy that we have found within each other was meant to be shared with the world it was it was almost too strong for us to just keep our, keep in our own bubble um, and yet it, it yes it really is an extension the ascension seed really is an extension of some of the work we had started doing individually before meeting each other and yeah going forward into uh, into our life and into our relationship uh, the ascension seed was born because we realized that the things that we start to tap into within ourselves uh, needed to be shared with the world and we didn't know exactly how that was going to look but um yeah gradually it grew yeah to what it is now amazing yeah this is this is definitely uh, another first which uh, i guess you know we're, we're still early in the podcast journey but um it's super cool so uh, i guess uh, i'd love to hear a little bit more about like what was happening before the ascension seed for each of you Wow. Uh, yes, could, <laughs> could be a very long conversation, but yeah, I guess, uh, so just before we, we met uh, individually, um, well, we met together in our own individual past, we had started tuning into self healing to, you know, self, uh, development kind of, um, self evolvement. I don't know how the, the best way to describe it, but we both started tuning into this energy of understanding that, you know, we can, um, we can upgrade our, our frequency. We can change the essence of who we are by the intention we put into our day 
day-to-day lives and to how we choose to manifest reality so we we both came from a very spiritual uh, lens and we were yeah me personally I was more of a performer like I, I, I music's one of my big passions and I was very much in the world of being a performer and kind of being the 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 kind of spectacle people kind of look at me and, and beatboxing yeah I did uh, beatboxing is one of my big things um but what what is really interesting is coming into our work it actually stripped away the part um of me that was used to me being kind of the center of of my of of, of my essence it kind of took away my kind of self uh, self-indulgent identity and stripped that away to realize that what i actually have to offer the world is to be of service to others rather than to kind of feed my own sense of self so yeah essentially <laughs> i was um, i was a musician before um we started the ascension seed that was would be my main source of income and the way that i'd see uh, myself making it in the world that was the vision that i saw for myself before the ascension seed and i also had worked in the music industry so we work a lot with sound together now sound healing through the voice through instruments using sound to clear energy and yeah i'd always been super passionate about music as well i went to university and went the kind of uh, more typical route and then went on to have a job at the bbc where i was working for radio one and one extra doing online content production um working in and around music and doing creative things that were inspiring to me but really I was like I need to work for myself I've always had that kind of rebellious don't fit the mold like need to be on my own timeline kind of energy um so I would struggle to fit into the boxes of a nine to five and being on someone else's um time and doing things when they wanted and needed rather than when I had energy and capacity and I, I can do a lot very quickly but it needs to be coming from inspiration and my true energy level. So it didn't work for me to work in a nine to five. So I, I worked there for like a year. And in that time, towards the end, I had a spiritual awakening, a sudden awakening to my true nature and to a new way of looking and understanding the world, a multi-dimensional way of understanding the world beyond this physical dimension, understanding, you know, this is physics. There are multiple dimensions. Not all of them are, are, are tangible, but they exist. Yeah. And so I started to understand that and understand how everything is energy and what that really means in terms of my actual experience in the world. You know, they, they tell us in, in quantum physics how nothing is actually solid and everything is, is just matter vibrating. It's just slowed down so much. And so it appears so dense that it, that it seems to be solid. But understanding energy and understanding some of these laws of the universe, I started to gain a deeper understanding of my placement and what that actually meant for me as a multidimensional being within this world, this universe, this multiverse, and why I'm here on earth. And so I started a journey of self-healing after I had my awakening and I spent a couple of years going deep into my own inner work and also training in some healing modalities. And right before I met Ruben, I'd just done a three week intensive sound healing training um, where I was facilitating group work, um, similar in many ways to the sort of things that we facilitate now. And I came out of that training and I massively kind of healed and shifted my own vibration through those three weeks. And within a few days of, of leaving that training, I met Ruben and somehow within our first conversation with, you know, five minutes, we spoke about collaborating and we didn't even know where it came from, really. Our first messages, we were like, yeah, we should collaborate. And we were like, neither of us were even doing anything yet. I knew I was about to start. And he was kind of in a group of people that were doing some kind of healing work. But there, obviously there was such a strong pull that was calling us 
us to co-create. And since then, you know, we have ended up starting the Ascension Seed. And at first we did a lot of in-person events for about, you know, I'd say six months. We were kind of intensively focusing on in-person events and we opened a healing space in my parents' house and just, you know, did it very DIY, but put loads of love and intention in and started to build our online presence. And then we did our first online coaching program, which was our first kind of experience of doing online work. And then when the pandemic hit, we realized that we'd need to take more of our work online and we'd wanted to do a membership. So we started a Patreon and we, we knew we were meant to create an online course and it was kind of there, but we were like, how, you know, yeah, how do we do it? And so eventually we, we found the way to create our first online course. And that was when things really started to blow up for us because we started to share our voice in a different way. And we created a course, which was about racial healing, collective racial healing at the time of the Black Lives Matter uprising. And what was unique about our container it was very grounded in love and compassion for all beings. And it brought everyone together. It was a unity healing container for people of all races and backgrounds, encouraging people into the work of clearing racism and the illusion of race from our genetic line, from our conditioning and our unconscious mind and clearing some of that ancestral trauma and programming so that we can truly align with unity consciousness and open our hearts to each other in a new way and create a new paradigm, which is where we are relating beyond the illusion of race, right? The illusion that we're separate because science shows that even people that appear to be of completely different races share, you know, 99.9% of the same DNA and often have set the same ancestors, yeah. right? We're all one family. We're all related and it appears that we're different and these categories and labels they all serve to, to divide us and to create these ideas that you're this and I'm that and we're different and then create more separation, right? And so all of our work is about, you know, dissolving those illusions of separation so that we can remember our oneness and come into true alignment with unity because on an energetic level, we're already one, right? If you zoom right out way beyond this earth, you wouldn't see us as lots of separate humans. We'd just be a ball of vibrating energy, right? <laughs> From a cosmic perspective. And so that is what we perceive to be the truth in the higher dimensions. And so what we are passionate about is landing that truth in this dimension and, and helping people to understand how working with these spiritual truths and these spiritual knowings can support us to do our inner work to expand our consciousness and awaken from the sleep of unconsciousness and unconsciously being embodied in separation consciousness and then expanding into unity. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what happened with our racial healing course. And that also brought us much more success in our business. And we were started to earn much more money and ha we had like over almost 200 people sign up for the first course that we did. And we were kind of like, whoa, we this is big. We weren't expecting that. This is much greater than us. You know, we had that sense of we're being guided to create this container right now in this moment in a way that we only we can. It was very unique and innovative. And that's why I think it stood out to so many people and people were, were so cool to it. And so we did two rounds of that and that kind of launched us on our online course journey. Very cool. I don't, I won't put you on the spot right now, but if there's something later, I, I, I've done this in the past, I, I'm willing to be a guinea pig. If you want to show off some part of your work, like if we can accomplish something in like a two minute or a one minute thing, like let's, uh, <laughs> let's give it a try so we can see it, but I won't put you on the spot yet. I'll give you a chance to think about it a little bit more. What a <laughs> Great way to, I mean, I guess it's, it's silver lining. I, we talk about this a lot. Like, you know, obviously the pandemic's still on everyone's minds and a lot of people who are kind of new in this, this space, if you will, like 
one way or the other, the pandemic impacted them. And so to see the like the silver lining come out of this for you is incredible. Um, I'm I'm just going to make a guess and say that I I think no matter what pandemic or not, you probably would have experienced similar results. But uh, like at that point in time, just to kind of get in your mindsets as you have, you know, a couple hundred people registered for your course. Were you guys thinking about this? Like this is going to be our way of making a living or is this like still kind of and maybe you still are like what phase are you in in terms of this is our livelihood versus this is something that we love and care about doing? Well, I guess before we did that initial first course, we had already decided that this is what was going to be the way we make our living. But we hadn't applied ourselves in a way where we were actually going to scale and grow a business. We were more comfortable with kind of, you know, we with, with this kind of doing, I wouldn't say the bare minimum, but doing what we felt comfortable to do and kind of not pushing ourselves in a way where we could, uh, yeah, where, where, where we actually opening our, ourselves to to receive receive more people to view our work to to join our programs so we had already made that decision to make it our life to, to, to make it our, our our life's work to make it the thing that's going to help us earn money but it wasn't uh yeah we we, we had not yet opened up our energy to be able to receive that amount of uh, attention really you know and we and we, we and to be honest in some ways we weren't we well, we were ready for it really but we it was it all came very fast and then we decided to work with that momentum and energy as it came yeah i mean for me i think that there was a definite point when the pandemic hit that we decided to really take our business seriously to really call it a business to see it as a business yeah. you know we were getting by and we'd been working for ourselves and supporting ourselves with our biz- with our business i mean we weren't really ca- even calling it that but it was yeah, our, we didn't like the name we business. knew we, we knew we weren't <laughs> going to do anything else but but we weren't making enough money you know we were making some money you know in our, uh, but it wasn't supporting us to not have still anxiety a bit of like, are we going to have enough? And then once the pandemic hit, it really brought all of that up. And, yeah. you know, add to this that we just had a baby, um, three months before the pandemic, you know, exactly. hit as well. So suddenly now we like had our own place and we had a child to support. And so that was obviously an initiation into our parenthood in a, in a different way. And so us being called to step forth to provide for ourselves properly and to let our business really support us you know mm-hmm. so there's a, a without doubt there was a turning point when we made the decision that this was our only option that there wouldn't be external help it wasn't going to come from other people outside of us it wasn't going to come from parental support it wasn't going to come from someone else like taking a chance or, or being our investor we, we decided that we were going to be the source of our own success and that we were going to make this work and that we were going to apply ourselves as much as we could to manifest that vision to create an abundant business to create an abundant life to you know really kind of take back our power and steer the ship of our own you know vision and our own trajectory and so that is a a very empowering choice to make and I remember that moment that we chose it felt like we we put ourselves on a new timeline and suddenly inspiration and ideas and support started flooding in to support us in manifesting the vision from the power of that declaration of you know this is our only option and this is going to be a success and we are, are going to support ourselves through this and we're ready to do the work and we're ready to grow and we're ready to to do more and create more and receive more, but not from the energy of work, 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 you know, and burn ourselves out yeah, in a way that was sustainable, um, in a way that truly supported us and that enabled us to live a better quality of life um, and be there with our child and support our child and also serve the world, you know, and that it gets to be all the things we really calibrated to 
the consciousness that enabled us to see that serving the world and serving ourselves could all go kind of hand in hand, you know? So that's kind of, that was March, 2020 when we made that decision. And then things started to take off, you know, very quickly. I think within two months from that point, we launched our first or two to three months, we launched our first course and yeah, we had like, you know, almost 200 people sign up and we made I think 15,000 pounds in that, in that one launch. And that was the first time we'd ever like received such a big amount of money in one go. We were like, whoa, (laughs) you know, and that was just the start for us really. It sounds like you were very intentional about your approach to this, which is like one thing that that's a commonality amongst everyone. You, you make that decision, you make that conscious decision to commit to something. And that's ultimately where you'll find, you know, your first, at least your sense of success. So I'd love to hear, you know, this is like, I don't want to call it a fairy tale because it never is no matter how great it sounds, it's never a fairy tale. So like, what are, what are some of the struggles that you had, uh, kind of getting up and running? What are some of the struggles you faced like from, you know, beginning phases to ultimately where you find yourself now? Well, I guess there's different sort of struggles. It's kind of like personal struggles of like, yeah, kind of self-belief kind of, you know, learning how to use software, knowing if we are doing it right, are we doing it the best way, kind of researching different things, learning how to use different uh, online platforms. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that was, that was I mean for me I can speak personally for that was hard for me was actually like putting ourselves out there in a way where we're it's not we're no longer like hoping it's going to work we're like creating the conditions for where it will work because we're putting that that energy uh that energy in place to receive that energy so it was definitely a step for me to yes be much more vocal to be more outward to um almost it's almost like part of me was struggling to claim that power because you know you know if you if you if you have some like sort of low self-esteem or kind of lower thoughts about yourself which can block you from from rising into this into this power yeah you you, you almost won't allow yourself to rise to that place because you don't feel worthy but it's been a journey for me from from that initial phase of like kind of just getting by and hoping it's going to work to like showing up to uh to make it work that journey that progression yeah it, it was hard and of course like that's not a that's not a place you just get to like oh i'm i'm past all of the, those parts of me that you know have feel resistance to showing up that feel blocks to you know doing the this thing in a new way that I haven't done before, for example, but I've definitely come a long way in regards to like showing up for, for the work because we know it's not going to work unless we put in that, that energy, which before we, we did put in some energy, but maybe like, like t- 10% compared to what we do now, we put in lo- like so much more energy. And of course we could still put in more energy, but it's about, I think, yeah for me it's about the application and and just generally the self-belief like knowing it's going to work rather than hoping it's going to work and i know that's something that a lot of people feel when they're beginning new ventures new businesses new things it's like oh i hope this is going to work like you know i'm going to try this thing and i hope it's going to work and, and if one little thing happens i'm going to like I, you know that's that's a proof to me it's not going to work so i'm just going to give up like it was definitely um the persistence and the the inner knowing that we're going to make this work which uh which which helps us to get to this place but that's one thing that was that was hard for me one of the uh yeah harder things going forward into into our journey up up to this point now I feel like for me, there was a real shift when it felt like both of us really got on board, you know, because I felt like before, like I, I saw the vision for what this could be, uh, but it was obviously a joint venture. And I think Ruben didn't, you know, he didn't believe that we could get there so much when we weren't there at first. And so he was a bit more like, oh, well, you know, he couldn't see the point in showing up in the early stages as much, you know, and I, I try and say to him, I was like, we have to do the work at first in these ways whilst we're starting off and eventually it will build momentum mm. and we'll get to a place where we're more successful. But it 
does require us to do, you know, some of the more less engaging work and some of the less exciting bits and to do more of the admin and to be all of the roles and stuff like that. And so I used to, there used to be a bit of a struggle before we had a child of me wanting Ruben to be more on board with like the potential for the business and him not really seeing it in the same way and not having the motivation for it. And then after we had a child and once we had our own flat and it, the pandemic hit and I was like, we, you know, we have to make this work now. We need to provide for ourselves. And I can't, I can't do a lot more of the work on my own. I felt like Ruben really came on board more and that that was a big shift as well to feel both of our energy really getting behind it because obviously we're two people and I know that trying to do it on your own you just it's just you and you you're struggling with you know if you're someone who's starting a business on your own but when you're with two people because it's a joint energy you know that's behind the business it still really needs both those energies to be in in alignment with the growth for that growth to happen in an easeful way otherwise you know it can feel like a push pull you know and so I felt like there was a bit of that before of me pushing pulling and trying to get Ruben on board and him not being kind of ready and willing. And then when he had this shift and he was like, okay, I'm ready to apply my energy. You know, the moment that both of us were, were, were kind of aligned in that intention immediately, there was, you know, so much more available energy for the business to grow with. And so very quickly we started to grow massively from both being aligned and being able to share the load and share the work and um, bounce off each other and um, kind of see bigger and go bigger together, you know? So I think that that was a big shift. But then in terms of other challenges, apart from that in our working dynamic, you know, there's, yeah, there's the earlier stages where you're kind of growing your platform, growing your audience, and you want more people on your, in your online space and things like that. And I remember feeling a bit of resistance before when I was focusing more on the things that I found hard and what wasn't here. Like, oh, I want more engagement. I want more people in our space. Like I find it hard to show up consistently online and creating a lot of stories that were blocking me essentially from just sharing and showing up consistently. And so when I realized that a lot of that was noise and I was like, well, if I want to build an online business, you know, I just have to be willing to consistently show up online. You know, I have to put my energy there. I have to be willing to be here consistently. Not to say that I have to do it every single day or that it has to be really rigid, but there needs to be consistency. Consistency doesn't mean every day, but I was like, I know I I, I searched within myself to find the part of me that, that could be consistent in creating content that served the people that we wanted to work with now, our current clients, the people in our field, our potential clients. And so that energy and that intention, you know, meant that we, I and we showed up much more consistently within our online presence. And that was a big turning point for us. And our, our platform started to grow because we were creating, you know, innovative art and music and, and powerful captions that, you know, sharing powerful messages that were inspiring and empowering the people in our field and people started to share our work. And so, you know, within a year, we went from 3000 followers to 10,000 and now we're, you know, almost at 13,000. And our, there's been a lot of growth in our account because we've showed up with this consistency and we've stopped trying to be like anyone else in any unconscious ways that we might have been doing that and kind of come into our own lane even more like this is who we are this is how we do it this is you know what we do and always being open to grow and change and allow our consciousness to evolve and allow our offerings in the world to evolve as we evolve Mm. as beings seeing our business as a living entity that is not us but we're kind of powering it but it's responsive to us so as we change and grow and our consciousness shifts and you know the things that we want to create shift we let our business you know take new form continuously and it's almost dying and being reborn and I think that that willingness to be true to where we are and to to show up as we are with authenticity has really helped us to stand out and you know to to be seen 
as the kind of innovators that we are in our field and to take up space as people that are offering something very unique. You know, there's not a lot of couples that work together in this field, especially, you know, people of color. And we know that we, we work in a way that is very unique and what we offer is unique. And so we kind of stood in that uniqueness more and owned our power and owned the value of what we had to share. And, you know, it's also like, raised our prices and we're willing to like say like this is worth you know more money than we had been like, confident enough to say before you know and let people kind of rise and calibrate with us and and so our energy shifted so much as well as we claimed more of our power and stood in our power more and kind of got our energy behind our business and so that immediately because reality is a mirror that immediately changed what was appearing in our life you know and the amount of clients coming in how much money they were willing to spend with us the amount of people following us um you know all of it it's all interconnected, right? So when you shift things within yourself, like that's the thing we would say has been key to our business success is that the internal shifts in our mindset, in the way we show up, our devotion and our energy, our vibration, our consciousness, this is the crucial um, work that has really enabled our business to massively grow within a short space of time. Yeah, that really sounds a lot like I, I, the way I've heard this phrased, and I don't know if this is identical, but people often think about like our inner worlds being reflections of the outer world. So for example, the circumstances, if the circumstances are bad, then I feel bad. Or if the circumstances are good, I feel good. But the opposite is also true. And that's that the inner world actually uh, can be reflective on the outer world. For example, in a very simplistic ma manner, if I show up to a podcast interview, for example, and I'm very angry and I'm I'm sad or I'm emotional, that has a tendency to reflect on perhaps you as as the guest or anyone else. Like that that all it all plays together. So that's, yeah. that's uh, you, you put it much more eloquently than I did. But uh, <laughs> no, you're spot on exactly. So I'd love to zoom in a little bit more on like what does your audience look like and what was your, like how did you find them. They found us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd definitely say they found us. I mean, our audience definitely is more of the kind of holistic, I'd say, uh, people who are into more, more like, uh, expansion of consciousness. Expansion of, they're, they're like, these are people who are looking to like, they, they want to change the world, but in a tangible way, not in a way that is like kind of detached from reality, which we have noticed a lot within the field that we're in is that sometimes spirituality and wellness and these sorts of things can be used as uh, some, some type of escapism, you know, sometimes it, it's easy to kind of detach from some of the pain of the world by doing some of this work. And that's something that we've found passion in this work is uh, in, in, in our work is, is bridging that multidimensional view, um, and that kind of bigger picture that, that spiritual lens and bringing it to on earth to, to see tangible ways that people can actually implement it into their lives to create change, put first of all in, in their own reality and then extend that outwardly. Our audience, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I couldn't put an age limit on our audience. The, the, I think that they're mostly kind of from our Instagram insights <laughs> between like, uh, kind of 25 to 35, 80% women, um, used to be mostly in the UK. There's now more people in America that actually follow us. And we have a mailing list as well. of you know, almost 3000 people now, which we've grown mostly over the last year. Um, I, I think before that we had like 500 people or something, yeah. you know? And so obviously we've, yeah, there's just in different ways that we've, we've grown, we've just grown growth kind of trickles out in all areas. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people discover us just because we create content, which has value. A lot of our content is kind of very inspiring and uplifting and, and helps people to have faith in, in life and the process that we're all going through in this time of um, collective turbulence on the earth. And yeah, people are drawn to that, that 
we're drawn to things that help us to feel good and to find our way. And that's essentially what our work does in often playful and lighthearted ways, sometimes in more direct and kind of almost a bit more blunt, but just kind of piercing ways where it's like revealing the truth of what's really happening, but always very loving and compassionate. And so, yeah, I feel like we attract people that are interested in self-development, self-healing, inner work, shadow work, connection to um something bigger than just this earth and also a lot of people who are kind of on the path of um soul-led entrepreneurship um starting their own business running their own business people who are doing coaching healers people who are facilitating the expansion of consciousness so a lot of people like us on the path who are doing work online or offline but also you know definitely obviously as we've expanded in the online space there's a lot of people who are also in the um, online space who are drawn to us especially because they've seen us grow and expand and expand financially expand in our following in a very quick way and so I think people are interested in how we've managed to do that (laughs) and you know there's not a clear recipe it's not like you do x y and z and you'll get the same result yeah everyone has their own unique path but devotion and commitment and authenticity are crucial and just trusting your inner guidance and um, taking risks and being willing to do things that scare you and make you want to curl away and hide (laughs) you know it's all part of the journey of being seen and you know owning that you have something of value to say and to give to the world and that you know you're you're brave enough to be like (laughs) i'm gonna do this for my living and people will pay me and people want to pay me for the value i have to offer you know and it's and what i have to offer is worth it you know so yeah i think that's kind of our audience really and i feel like we want to bring more men into our space and that's part of our mission as we expand and yeah we're always in interested in attracting more people also we're not only we don't only desire to cater to the people that already understand the work we do we want to bring new people in and different people in and you know to anyone who's in resonance or who feels called to be in our space is truly welcome it's not like you need to be spiritual and you need to have knowledge about these type of things and or you're not welcome in our containers in our courses in our instagram following this is a space for anyone who feels called right and i remember early on my journey i followed certain accounts long before what they were doing made sense but there was a part of me that was was drawn because I knew that there was something there for me and sometimes what I saw or heard didn't resonate or land properly until a lot you know a lot later but there's a seed planted right and I'm sure that's true for a lot of the people who are receiving this podcast right now we're, we're talking about some things that might be triggering or like ah <laughs> that makes or, no sense at all you know bringing up your belief <laughs> systems or whatever but there's also a reason that you're you're hearing this because not everyone is hearing this not everyone chose this podcast episode and not everyone has listened this far through so if you've listened this far through even if it's new for you there's a reason right and so there's a seed that's been planted for you of of coming home to your soul and letting your kind of unique gifts be your way of of thriving in the world and of of offering yourself to the world you know when you can be in your own flow and your own cycle and your own boss and it's so empowering and that's what i love about um kajabi and and um, resources like kajabi that enable you to really take back control over your own capacity to to offer your gifts to the world and to create community and create content and to um, resource yourself and to, to thrive, you know, and, and that's yeah been an amazing part of the journey for us is seeing what's in the world that can support us to get to where we want to go. And then, you know, saying yes to those opportunities. That's amazing. I think that's the perfect segue. I don't know if you guys, uh, if anything came to mind, but like for those people who maybe aren't familiar with it, myself included, I, I think I, I, I'm familiar with at least a few of the terms that you've brought up. One thing I have no idea what it is, is shadow work. I have no idea what that is. So maybe you can tell me a little bit about that. But I, I guess uh, like if there was something like, let's just say that I was a client, we got the call set up, like we've got five minutes to figure something out. Like what, what, what is your process? I don't know. This is probably not even what you do but like 
like what would you what, what would you what would you start talking to me about i would i would bring it back to you and i i would ask you you know what's coming up for you and and then why do you think that is and what do you think it means and so often there's answers already there that we haven't been aware of and we bring them out from our intuition and from our unconscious mind and then i'd also start to bring it into the body like how does that feel in your body and what does that remind you of and this is all working with the shadow the shadow is just the unconscious mind yeah. and you know it's it's science says that 80 to 90 percent of our thoughts emotions and behaviors come from our unconscious mind right so who we think we are and and why we think <laughs> we're doing things is just 10 percent of our consciousness the rest of it is actually coming from um, places that we can't see and so shadow work is essentially kind of excavating things from the dark kind of water of the unconscious mind and bringing it into the consciousness where it's simply um bringing it to awareness the light of awareness right and so in our dreams often we're working with the unconscious mind which is the shadow and so things come up from our unconscious and might be anxieties or fears or unprocessed traumas or or anything you know or it could be random things as well that we've just absorbed because the unconscious is absorbing everything right so when you watch tv and you're seeing lots of adverts it's going into your unconscious mind and that's how advertising works it's programming you until eventually you go and buy the thing and you don't realize that maybe you saw it you know 20 times on an advert <laughs> first <laughs> but and you know you just think oh i just saw this and i like it you know anyway so that's one kind of way the subconscious might mind works but you know a lot of the other things that happen from the unconscious is that we are running limiting beliefs and stories for example yes. you might want to start a business and then in your unconscious you have this belief that you're not good enough and that you can't and you'll be a failure and maybe you know maybe you had a parent telling you that you're not good enough and that everything you do is not enough you know and so that's unconsciously impacting your capacity to be who you want to be in the world or maybe you have some traumas around sharing your voice you know maybe you did a reading one time and people laughed or you cried and broke down and you froze when you're a kid and that's unconsciously made home in your body and so you no longer you want to share your voice but you feel blocked and you don't know what the block is and that's the unconscious you know that's the trauma in your unconscious which is held in your in your subtle body in your energetic body in your emotional body so there are many ways that you can do shadow work and it can be personal stuff and it can also be collective there's a collective unconscious where we're all kind of there's like things that run through the kind of collective shadow that can also be internalized in our beings um so there are many layers to it but yeah i mean if someone was to bring me come to me in a session i'd i'd ask why they're there and then we just start to go in a process and i'd i'd share insight and, and guidance if i was receiving any information for them and i'd also tell them what i was feeling and reading from what their body is saying right because we speak words but there's information mm -hmm. that we're communicating yes. with our body language with our tone of voice with our eyes like so many parts of us are actually speaking and communicating um so you can read yeah, beyond the words the more in tune you are with like subtle energies and so you can actually look at the whole kind of communication and then you can reflect back to someone what you're reading from them and then that can then you know trigger things in them more awareness or they'll join some dots and they'll realize wait a minute you know I, i've been feeling this way about this thing and I, I, it reminds me of this time or actually i realize this thing is happening in my life and that could be impacting me in this way and so ultimately shadow work is about making the unconscious conscious so that we're um no longer just operating from a place unconsciously that isn't in alignment with who we want to be, where we want to go, how we want to relate, how we want to create our visions, you know? And so clearing out the noise, the layers, the limits, the traumas, 
anything that's there that's in the way of us being our you know most open loving creative confident selves that's so much of that is to do with shadow work you know okay yeah i'll just quickly say like rather than like trying to look elsewhere for like for like happiness and to like move on in our life it's kind of like turning that back inwards to look at where are the where's the like if we're like a computer system for example like where's the software and hardware within us which is blocking us from like upgrading for example <laughs> like that's a simple way to look at like look at it rather than looking externally for the next kind of fix or the next project or the next creative outlet or uh you know to some people the next like the next outing the next event whatever it is it's like looking inside in inside of us and seeing what is actually blocking us from showing up in a, in, in, mm. in a new way in our life and that is that I, i'm the perfect example of that like at the beginning of our journey there was these blocks these this this heaviness it's like why can't i do this what well, you know i want to i want to move forward but I, I don't feel ready to do it you know it's like well i had to look into some of those beliefs why is that happening well because you know there was probably things that happened in my childhood that, that weren't like that weren't like terrible but it's just it could be really small things that we don't realize have an impact on us you know and of course it'll take me ages to go into all the details but it's essentially like looking at some of those limiting beliefs and why they're there in the first place and then once you kind of shine the light on that it, it, it becomes more clear of how you can move forward in your life rather than constantly kind of avoiding the shadow the sh- the, like the shadow it can when you say shadow work it can some some people sound a bit scary it's like the, the shadow like what's that it's literally just it's making yeah it's making the unconscious conscious so you're not unconsciously being unconscious it's like you you are conscious of your unconscious and that way you can bring it into your conscious mind um but of course again it's an ongoing process it's just a tool that you build and it's something that we incorporate a lot into our work because we believe that is what really helps people move forward in their process in their journey to like yeah to really see where that's ho- that is housed within their body and then move forward because our body uh, is living history you know like we have our our mind which which carries all this memory but our body also has memory of the past you know so by doing shadow work you can also look into those deeper parts of yourself and yeah tune into what is actually going on uh, deep within your body is there like a is there an appetizer version of this so like let's say if someone was in their car listening to this and they're going hey i'm thinking about starting a business but i don't i, I don't believe in myself or i don't i don't think i'm capable of this like is there is there something like uh, i know i know it's obviously a big process but is there something <laughs> we could give them like in a, in a 30 second or an exercise or anything that would maybe help surface some of those things? Yeah, I think, you know, a simple practice of of self-awareness, like writing down all the things that you're scared could happen if you started the business and then also writing down all the things, the amazing things that could happen and then just noticing what comes up in that process. And because you'll see how the fears are mostly just projections, you know, there's no guarantee that those things will happen. You know, most likely a lot of them won't happen. Some things will happen that are not, you know, what you desire and there will be uncomfortable moments moments there will be moments of rejection but the potential for what you can gain right if if what you're looking to potentially gain from doing the thing and starting the business is you know financial independence you know freedom and autonomy to create what you want to create you know uh doing something that really lights up your heart and makes you feel on purpose and alive you know all of these things and then the fears might be like oh people reject me people don't understand I, i don't get clients at first you know i feel my ego like it's hard for it's hard for me to think that people don't don't want to hear what i have to say and or like I'll have to put work in like none of these things actually hold up as reasons not to try (laughs) (laughs) 
So you can just start to see what's unconsciously getting in the way of you going in the direction of that vision. And then you can kind of reflect in, and be like, actually on balance, none of these things are, are worth me not trying, you know? And, you know, if you never try, you'll never succeed, you know? So it's just like, if you want a chance at success, you have to be willing to try. You have to be willing to fail. Um, you have to be willing to start. Like everyone who, who you could ever perceive who is successful, they had to start and they didn't know that they would be successful and they didn't know that they would necessarily get to where they wanted. I mean, um, they could believe that they would, but they couldn't guarantee it. Like as in, yeah, at this date and by this point, you'll have this amount of money and this is the timeline, you know? And so it's kind of like, I'm willing to be in the mystery of the process and I'm willing to trust the journey and I'm willing to show up again and again, even when it feels hard, even when I, you know, I feel frustrated, even when I feel impatient, even when my ego takes a knocking and I feel rejection, whatever, because I am committed enough to the vision of what I really want to create in my life and the world, you know? And so simple practices of self-reflection and then just, just, just noticing your thoughts and noticing what you say, noticing where you put yourself down, where you, you know, don't believe in yourself. And imagine that you were speaking like that to someone else who you mm. love in your life. If they wanted to just to kind of start a passion project and they wanted to start a business, you know, would you be like, nah, you won't be able to do it. You're not good enough. You don't know enough. No, that's going to, you know, people might not understand you. Yeah. What's the point? Like you don't know if you'll succeed. So you may, you know, like we would never speak like that to someone. So it's like this inner critic, which is ultimately trying to protect us from failure, but actually it's just holding us back from success. Yeah, you know? It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love that. That that makes it adds such a humorous tone on the the inner voice that, you know, I sure everyone deals with. You're absolutely right. Never if someone came to me a friend, I wouldn't be like, nah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a really cool way to put it. Um well man, I feel like this we could we could talk for the next two hours on a lot of these <laughs> things. Um but yeah. in interest of kind of keeping things rolling along, uh, how long have you been at this and where are you at today? So as we've mentioned earlier, we started the Ascension Seed three years ago, like literally like a week ago, we had our third birthday, which is like a free online event, which is amazing. Um, yeah. So we had one year of being in the business by the time that we had our child Shiloh. And so I'd say like by really, really focusing in this way, it's been okay since like March, 2020. Like I feel like we almost went through a business rebirth then, mm. even though we've been doing the Ascension Seed for three years. Um, it was March, March, 2020 when we made the decision to really take it seriously and we launched our first course in June 2020 so um just uh, you know kind of over a year where we've really been focusing on our online business and like the growth in that area and um yeah it's funny because I was saying at the start when we were speaking to you before Jared that we just today <laughs> um we got we got our Kajabi hero badge for making our first 100k through Kajabi um which yeah. is great <laughs> so that happened today which is you know beautifully timed of all day yeah, of all days, but um, <laughs> oh, cool. you know before Kajabi, we actually used a different online course platform and we decided to change over because Kajabi just felt, you know, more aligned for us. Um, so we also made money before with that. So yeah, we're now running a, a six figure business and growing as well. Um, and expecting more and more growth, but also trusting the flow without pressure of like, it needs to be more and more every month because our business is solid and it comes from us and it comes from our inner process. So we now have the freedom to rest when we need to rest and to not work when we need to work and to be with our child 
world and to be in the creative process. And we're currently working on other things. Like we've just recorded our first EP. We're in the studio this week um, to, yeah, to release some sort of sound healing music, music, which is encoded with consciousness to, to program the subconscious in an aligned way. <laughs> we've got a great song, which is all about finding your purpose and knowing what, you know, what gifts you have. So you can look out for that. But oh, yeah, so that's where we're at today, really. You know, we're, yeah. we're running a, a thriving online business. We have a community of 12 and a half thousand people in our space on Instagram. And yeah, we are just about to launch our podcast. We have more new kind of online courses coming. We're about to launch and open the doors to the Seed Bank, which is um, our, like a living library of all of the trainings and courses and masterclasses that we have um, done over the past Yeah couple of years so that's exciting too yeah just you know we're very intuitively led but that's where we're at right now um we're living in Ibiza we're running our business we're also living our lives fully because ultimately running a business is to support quality of life and sometimes that balance can go off and people can think it's all about the business and all about the money goals and forget that it's you know the business is to support your life and then your life supports the business you know and it goes both ways so yeah that's kind of where we're at now yeah definitely a key point is uh you know a year ago basically we were living in a small flat in london and then from the growth of our business we moved to a tiny beautiful island in spain where we live five minutes away from the beach and yeah. you know we our, our child can just go and play outside in nature and and really enjoy life in a completely different way than we could in the city before you know and mm-hmm. we were definitely in a place of yeah like i'd say i'd say a fear of money rather than feeling like we had uh, control over how we earned it was more of, of, of a fear of how kind of money was controlling our situation and we completely did a 360 with that so that's been a massive shift which we've which we have experienced in the past year like mm. this was a uh, yeah but by us making these shifts things changed very quickly for us you know obviously it was over you know the over a year but it was a massive turnaround to what we, we had been doing previously in the the, the two years before that and yeah, yeah Kajabi has been an amazing help for that. It's made everything very streamlined, made everything very easy to have in one place. But before we were kind of having to grab all these things from different places and bring it into, into the thing we were using at the time. Um, but yeah, you know, everything, everything at Kajabi literally like seriously feels much more streamlined and easier to mm-hmm. use. And we're very blessed to, to have this platform to use for sure. Yeah. I definitely think our online business growth is, is what's enabled us to move countries and to, to go after our dream life, you know, and to, to make it a reality not like something that we'll do one day you know so that's been amazing well, everything that I would have asked you, you guys have already covered. Uh, talk about uh, being I- intuitive. Like, <laughs> like I, I haven't even asked, had to ask questions and you're covering everything. <laughs> well, uh, if anyone's interested in kind of getting to know you guys a little bit better, where do they find you? Like, where do you prefer they they start to reach out and kind of connect with the work that you have uh, coming out? So Instagram is always the first place that we direct anyone. We are at the Ascension Seed on Instagram and and we'll always be on there sharing consciousness, sharing inspiring reels, sharing songs, different things to support you on your journey of awakening and expansion. Um, and everyone is welcome. All of you are welcome in that space. And if you want to journey deeper with us, you are so welcome in any of our containers, our masterclasses, online courses, in the seed bank, which enables you to, to work with us in a self-paced way. Um, yeah. And we are also launching our podcast so you can stay 
tuned for that. Uh, we'll be sharing a lot of conversations on topics like what we've touched on today, consciousness, um, the journey of service and soul-led entrepreneurship. Uh, yeah. And our website is www.theascensionseed.com. And if you sign up to our newsletter, you get a free abundance meditation and abundance work has been crucial to our expansion <laughs> with our online business over the past year and a half. So we highly recommend you tap into that frequency and try it. If that's um, something that you've never done before, you should completely just try it anyway. We, we highly recommend meditation as a practice to rewire your subconscious mind and to get into alignment with the vibration that is going to create the life you want for yeah. yourself and the feelings ultimately that you want to feel. So yeah, you can get that on our website, free newsletter, a little, uh, what's it called? Gift. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's everything about yeah, connecting with it. us really. Send us a message on, on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you if you've resonated with this podcast, if you've had any moments of clarity or if this was new for you, but you were like, wow, I really liked it though. You know, just feel free to send us a message and connect and we'd love to hear from you. So great. Well, Ruben, Niasha, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been an absolute pleasure listening to each of you share your stories. Um, again, like you made my job really easy because <laughs> you somehow intuitively knew everything that I was going to ask and just covered it, which is is another uh, <laughs> Kajabi Edge podcast first. Um, wow. Yeah, I really yeah, well, appreciate it. Thank, thank you so you. much. It's been great. We've really enjoyed it. It's been a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who's listened and received, especially if you've stayed till the end. We're so honored to have shared this time with you. And thank you so much, Jared, for holding the space and for yeah inviting us on. It's been so great to share with you and connect with you. And we, yeah, we're deeply grateful. And we, we trust that you've also received some something from this transmission too. So <laughs> excited to see how it all unfolds for all of those of you that have listened. And yeah, just sending lots of love to you all. Well, with that, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we will look forward to seeing you all next week on our next episode of the Kajabi Edge podcast.